right, it's Festivus time. Fuck love the interview. Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> it's my, yeah. Um, definitely one of my favorite holidays. Uh, <laughs> stretch, stretching back decades now. Um, <laughs> ancient family tradition of, of Festivus. Silver pole. Silver pole, no tinsel, it's distracting. <laughs> um, it's for anybody who... Uh, who, who you know who wants to celebrate the um winter solstice holidays but but doesn't want to conform to um <laughs> a religion or anything theological like that, yeah. <laughs> uh religions and whatnot right. um you know i don't and i just see i just see the holidays as get together time with family and friends anyway so right i just i just celebrate what my family celebrates i'm just like that sounds good yeah <laughs> i'm not picking i'm not i'm not super choosy over here so so in this family, we felt we celebrate Festivus, which which involves um, two two things, you know, as it relates to rugby, um, which is uh, the airing of grievances and the feats of strength. And the way we go about this is we we air grievances where we just air our grievances with with whatever mm-hmm. we feel like. You pick, pick um, a couple of the big the big things that are on your brain, right? And and air them the, from the year, mm-hmm. and then. Um, a feat of strength is, and we're going to have emotional strength here. We 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 like to um, be emotionally strong here on the pod, mm-hmm. the pod um, on the fantasy rugby yanks, and and that's what we're going to do. We're going to say something nice about <laughs> something or someone or whatever yeah. we don't like. <laughs> My, mine last year was tough. That was not that was not easy because <laughs> I don't like him at all. My mine oh, this man. year is going to be fairly easy. Because okay. I've done it, I've done it a little bit already, but um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, That's I'll, right. I'll, I'll get through it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so first, I'll I'll start us off um, to give you the Age the idea so, and all that. What exactly? What we're going with? Um, airing of grievances. So, it really pissed me off. Um, I'm sorry. It didn't piss me off. It made me incredibly happy when Exeter said, you know what, we're moving away from our, our being racist mm-hmm. and we're going to start to be better and we're going to start moving away from certain things that, that were not good and we're going to move towards things that, that should be good. Um, last I checked, they're still doing the chant. Um, and even last I checked, they were really irresponsible about COVID and kind of supported other people being irresponsible you know like oh fuck the mask mandate or blah 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 we need you know like where's your freedom it's very american of them um like what the <laughs> oh, fuck wow. guys like it's not a great thing that's no not that's not a compliment <laughs> <laughs> um that's not a compliment for the record like what the fuck exeter that's bullshit um the the, the chance got to go you said it would it's still you're still actively playing it um that's shit do better mm-hmm so that's my that's that's the my my first airing of or my airing of my first grievance. One grievance. Um, <clears throat> my first grievance, and you and I had, and I expressed this a few weeks ago to you, and we saw a little bit of relief for it. But um, I'm still gonna say it because it's just maddening, and I see it, and it just makes me want to tear my hair out. Teams that are doing pick and go on the goal line when you have advantage. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? Like. You have a free shot to do something way more fun than try and just muscle it over like a bunch of idiots. Right. Not every team's Exeter. Like, you know, as we talk about Exeter, Exeter is very good at that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And even Exeter doesn't need to do it every 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 uh, every time now because no. they have some ability out, out the back now. 
Um, so let's just get away from the smash our heads into a brick wall and start moving the damn thing. Like, let's make sure that we got, you know, make sure, make sure that people want to watch the sport. And I know yeah. winning, winning is like the thing and people are just, you know, Eddie Jones is the king of like saying, yeah, we won. It's like, yeah, cool. You look like hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just let's, let's move the ball. Let's, let's show a little bit of panache. Let's get people, yeah. let's get some of these, you know, guys with some real wheels and some real entertainment. I mean, God, I don't want to skill. It's not skill to put bash it over no. like that. No, and I, even I so, if you have advantage, you can go right back to doing that. Yeah, if After you really event, want like, to do it, go back right. and tap and go, and off you go. And that seems to have come back into style. So, yeah, cool. go for it. You want to do that? That is, that can be your thing when you come back, you know. But just let, let your let your guys that are paid to score tries score tries. Mm-hmm. And agreed. Um, and I will say that that now that you mentioned it, the the pick and go, the amount of of, of tap and goes on the goal line would, I I didn't I didn't include that as an, as a grievance, but um, that's high mention. up there. Uh, definitely an honorable mention. It's got I I hate that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but but similar to that, um, mm. teams that choose to play bad rugby, it seems like choose to play bad rugby. Um, mm-hmm. style. For instance, we saw we saw it a bunch, and we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth later. Uh, Worcester this weekend, mm-hmm. just they they it's beautiful until they break the line. <laughs> and then and then they get they get to running and and suddenly there's a a, a secondary defender or, or something coming up and they just shit themselves and it's like yes that's a like as, as when you're a coach watching that you know you say okay what do we do well what do we don't what don't we do well and and mm-hmm. how worcester looks at with themselves and, and says you know what we do really well right up until the point where we get a line break and then everything falls apart um, or once we get into the 22, everything falls apart. And then it's like, well, think about what you do in the 22 and fix it. And they never do. <laughs> no. Um, like, what do you do right? What do you do wrong? And then start focusing on doing the right things and not doing the wrong things. They, they do the same. They're making the same mistakes. Would be beneficial. Um, and similarly, uh, Scotland, looking up your way too. You know, don't think I didn't see you up there. Um, <laughs> get another They have access there. to Finn, Hutch, and Chris Harris. And I'm, those just those three alone, mm. you know. Not don't I'm not talking about hog. I'm not talking about their wings because um, they got some some decent wings too. Mm. But they had that 10, 12, 13 right there. If they would only play open rugby, you see each of them go to their respective mm-hmm. clubs and play some open rugby and tear it the fuck up. Even Hutch at, at a team that that's been struggling when he's on the field for the Saints. He's doing something f- like good, something mm-hmm. positive. Yes, he is. You're seeing him. You're like, hey, that guy, he should be on the, like, I, I see him a lot. He's carrying the ball and breaking the line and, and doing things good rugby players do. And yet, like, they don't use the, the Scotland just, that's the, you know, the, the one-ups, the, the you know, first guy, first mm-hmm. receiver is the one who's, who's crashing it. You know, it doesn't matter what else is there. And it's like, why would you choose to play that way? You know, you have all these ways to, to choose to play and, and that's what you go with. Um, and so it's just kind of the same with Worcester. It's you choose to play butt rugby, and 
or the, I think it called it the office of rugby. It's on, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Like, that's right. You did say that. I, I get it. it it's, 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 it's kind of funny, but it's unwatchable. So, <laughs> so it's like, I can't like, I get it. Worcester, you're kind of fun, but you're unwatchable. <laughs> Scotland, you've got some yeah. fun players. Unwatchable. Stop, stop choosing to play unwatchable rugby. Yeah. Right. I, I agree. Well, I think you and me have some ESP because I'm right up the same alley here. <sighs> Mr. Gregor Townsend, hey. I have a grievance with you, sir. The problem with Scottish rugby right now is is you. It's not anybody else in terms of how they play and how they put how they perform on the field. You know, you don't continue to be, you know, the mini wooden spoon of the of the Six Nations by accident. This <laughs> is your fault. You know, they you, they had a good shot. They had previously have had opportunities to to mm-hmm. do better. Yes, absolutely. Under him. Um, Sorry, I'm in the way. <laughs> I'm in your way. You know, this is not Hog's fault as the captain. This is not Finn's fault because he was the scapegoat a few times. This is not even Greg Laidlaw's fault as much as I'd like to pin it on him. This is your fault. This is your coaching style. This is what you want your team to do. And it's ugly as shit. Even you have got, they've got some great players in the back, in the back row. And, you know, we see what the Gray brothers do. We see what Sam Skinner can do. You know, the Mish, you know, Jamie Batty. Like, there's so much to Jamie Ritchie. Like, there's so much to like about Stuart Blade Thompson. uh, Yeah, Blade Thompson's on, is part of the Scotland Dupria, Cornell Dupria. Like, oh, geez. You know, you have Allie Price and and the likes there. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Scott Steele's obviously a live wire too, and he's showing it at Quinn's. Like, you know, you're using Chris Harris completely wrong. Watch Gloucester and the way <laughs> yeah. they use him and just let it let it ride that way. Okay. Just use him that way. He he thrives in that environment. You know, and you, you have the back three that you have access to. I could name Kinghorn Hog and Maitland right now. Bingo. I would take that back three all day long. That is a fucking dynamic back three right there. You know, you still have Adam Hastings as your second 10, for God's mm-hmm. sake. Like, and I know Duncan Weir is a fucking weirdo and he wasn't that bad, but no, like, he wasn't that bad. He was good. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. he's a hunker, but it's, it's all right. You know, sometimes a hooker trots out as a 10 and that's how it goes. Uh, <laughs> Alfie Barbary. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So it, it's just, it, it, there, the, the question is not the players. The question is now the coaching. Mm-hmm. I think everybody is seeing it more and more. Why Scotland went back to Gregor Townsend as their coach this cycle. I have no fucking idea but it's not too late <laughs> yeah i mean sack him it's now not. like we talk about guys that it's too early for it's way too late you get yeah townsend needs to go if scott right. want a shot at anything in 2023 he's got to go now right and give, give somebody actually and maybe maybe they're waiting till after the the six nations maybe, maybe they'll give him the six nations to see can you fucking pull your head out of your ass yeah maybe you can um, win the six nations we'll see Right, not likely. Can you win two games and then you know beat beat Italy because you're going to beat Italy, maybe? Yeah. Um, and they they uh, find so a way because Paul won't problem, be back. Um, the problem is always winning away from Murrayfield. The problem is yeah. always winning away from Murrayfield. They can usually get get it done at Murrayfield. So if you can get Italy in Rome, they can win there, mm-hmm. and then you need to win both games at Murrayfield because yeah. usually that's how it goes. If you get Italy away, it's kind of not an away game, so you're. So they're like, all right, you only get two home games. <laughs> That's how it goes. All right. I'm, I'm nervous about this feat of strength. So I want to move uh, along to it. Take a deep breath. I, yeah, you can I do it. I thought it was going to be easy, but now it's coming up and I'm feeling 
Right. Feeling that pressure. Um, Exeter. Mm. You went in and, and you won the double this year. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people. I'm just saying, I, I might not be one of them, but, but there's people out there. And they say things. I hear them. I hear. I don't hear them talking about that. Maybe the Exeter only won because the Saracens kind of fell oh, apart God, and, and had it got relegated. Is, that a, is a thing. The only reason that that, that Exeter won was because you know the the it didn't sail kind of. You know, the, 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 mm. the, there's there's all sorts of reasons why why Exeter uh, may may or you know may have won and, and may have not deserved it. Um, and I'm not saying those things as myself. I'm saying that other people <laughs> are saying them. Um. Because <laughs> I don't believe them. Exeter, Exeter were a fantastic team and, and have won recently, anyway. And but still, um, there's a lot going on there. Uh, they've come out on a little bit of a warpath. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no pun intended. Um, no racist pun intended. Certainly, yeah. Please no. <laughs> um, but uh, there's, it's impressive to see them front up and say, you know what, we deserve, we want it. It wasn't because someone else fucked up in, in other ways. It was because we are the best team in Europe, uh, best club in Europe. And now maybe the, the, the champions cup round three or two may have set them back a little bit there. Um, but there's no doubt that they are one of the top three, if not top two teams in, in Europe right now. Mm, right now. So, um, yeah, and they're and they're proving that every time they step on the field. Even Gloucester, the rejuvenated and and reformed Gloucester, who have kind of figured some shit out, um, went down. Uh, but and but put up a fight, but still Exeter are shutting the door and proved mm-hmm. to be a championship team. So it's not it's not always easy. Yeah, sometimes there's that that hangover um, when you win one, let alone two, mm-hmm. and and they're fronting up. Good for them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can rinse your mouth out now <laughs> you got beer you can use it uh, okay something nice it's is a is a similar theme to tell my something nice this year from last year ben young's no <laughs> no no <laughs> when ben young's is on his game and he's doing the things that make him that made him a very good player and got in, got him probably the first 50 to 70 England caps. He is an excellent A plus scrum half. There's no doubt about that. He when he takes that was the problem that he he continues to no longer do, or at least the games that he plays really well in, and this is why he's really inconsistent. Um, the games that he plays really well in are when he takes off. Mm-hmm. when he goes for that gap when he makes you stand still and he holds that yeah. defense and then it, he, he's fine he's yeah. perfectly fine he did that really well against new zealand and i'm pretty sure he did it pretty well against south africa too um in the in the world cup mm-hmm. definitely so, did it well against new zealand yeah you know? oh yeah so it, when, when he does that and you know he's not he doesn't have a bad offload on him either when when mm-hmm. when time comes and he does he does know how to run the good scrum half line it's when he just you know, and he and somebody, somebody else just have that other issue when defenses step up. But when it, when he is on his game, he's still an excellent scrum half. I just get, I, I just want him to do that more for the sake of his squad. So he doesn't get cap 100 or and 104 or whatever he's on now. And mm-hmm. then just, you know, sail off into the sunset as, 
you know, a decent England scrum half, he, he could still be a very, very good one and go down as one of the best mm-hmm. if he continues to do that. And that's what I think a lot of English rugby fans would love him to do. Right. And so I right. think if he can, if he were to do that, yes, he will be one of the best halfbacks in the world. And I hope he does that because, you know, that'll only mean good things for some of our favorite England players that we have out there and mm-hmm. just opens things up for him. So Ben Youngs, you are not a terrible scrum half. <laughs> You just know how to play terribly sometimes, and I don't understand it, and that's what drives me nuts. <laughs> well, that's certainly a nice thing to say about it. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, right there. That took a little strength right we, there. We got through it, yeah. Yeah, we got there. But you can see how deep we dig. We don't, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> we're not just... Players, we're, we're, not, we're not picking. <laughs> we're not picking the easy ones here. We're going for something that, you know, somebody, something or someone we bagged on. Mm-hmm. or you know at least the year if not longer <laughs> and just try and be nice for once yeah <sighs> as dc said be it's harder it's harder to do that i think than to you know squat 450 pounds or so i don't know so. man I've, I've come pretty close on that one that was not fun either <laughs> no it's not fun <sighs> <sighs> okay our 15 of the year this should Looking be forward to this. I had a, I had a little bit of I, I struggled here and there with some things. One, there were some spots I struggled because it was too much, and there were some spots I struggled because I was like, "Nothing's coming to my brain. This is not good." Yeah. There were several positions, um, and we'll talk about it as we go through. Mm-hmm. Where there's just not a lot of good picking, mm-hmm. um, and the, yeah, as you said, there's some where it's like, right, that uh, <laughs> can go any number of places, but. Ultimately, I, I feel like I've, I've picked a, a 15 representative of my approach to rugby um, mm-hmm. this year. So think, it's, my, it's my 15. Right. Um, I, think, I, think we'll, I think we'll cover most bases between the two of us. So yeah. There um, shouldn't, be, uh, shouldn't be too many left out. Although I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see how many we have in common. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably fewer than you would you'd think. Yeah, there'll be a few, but not as many. All right. Um, the loose head prop, our speciality. Um, actually, my speciality. Your you're, speciality. You're a tight I'm, head. You I'm a tight head. Tighter. Um, I, I, you know, I went Tupo. You know, he's, he's, a, become, he's a tight head. Is he? Yeah. No, well, he's, he's the a loose head today because I couldn't even. Okay, think that's of any fair good, enough. Whatever. I couldn't he's, think he's, of any freaking good good loose heads on. Honestly, I couldn't think of too many loose heads that, that had a, a really good year. Okay, I'll um, give you one. <laughs> or maybe maybe i'll maybe uh, maybe i've flipped my uh my props around too that's a possibility yeah. as well anyway oh it's possible um, um i've got tupo in um he's become he became he he really put his hand up this year for mm-hmm. both his club and his country as a guy that wants to carry the ball a lot and be a monster on the pitch which we've seen it before he just yeah i just sometimes it, it lacked and this year he just said nope i'm doing it every time and he's <laughs> become a real problem Yep. clubs and, and and countries to to face down so uh good luck going against 10 yellow yep. tupo right now I, I, I agree he's my number th- he's my three so he's, he's my tight three. head okay look at that um so my my loose head actually is related to that so i'm glad i'm glad this happened i'm very glad this happened because <laughs> i, I kind of wanted to wanted to talk about tupu before i talked about uh my my number one uh because my my loose head prop started the year uh his year uh young guy mm-hmm. a very young guy um, thrown into uh, the, the Super Rugby Australia, um, and and like twenty year old had to start mm-hmm. his first match against Taniela Tupo. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. And got worked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he ended his year 
um, being uh, playing an entire half against New Zealand in, in mm. Australia's victory against New Zealand uh, because the starter at his position wasn't playing well and got pulled for Angus Bell, yeah. um, who just had himself. Yeah. I mean, he got carded that game against Tupo. One, yeah. And as he, he was leaving the field, Tupo gave him the encouragement because um, it was like, no, you're battling your ass off. I'm just better than you. And, and he went from that to um, hard scrummaging against New Zealand and, and, mm-hmm. and the like, and, and <laughs> not showing any ill effects. So no, Angus Bell is my, mean, my loose head of the year. And really Tupo did, you know, Tupo was served, was best served to give him because he's going to be, he's going to, because he's probably going to have to play with him in that gold shirt as well. Like that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the other is. thing you got to consider in there. Yeah. Like, this guy could be playing in a gold shirt if he just does this, that, this, that, and right. I'm going to be excited about it. So yeah, that you know that was well served for Tupo to go do that as well. It is, it, it was. So um, that and that's why they're my one and my three because mm-hmm. you know the uh, Tupo was just he was impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Bell, he if he caught Bell's attention and, and or Bell caught his attention and then Bell caught the you know Australia's all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he was in their pipeline. Yeah, because I mean, still. he came, he obviously came back and had himself a hell of a game. He did. The next and a hell of a, and then a hell of a season. He got so much better as the season went on. So, right. yeah, and that was the fun part about that whole those two competitions as well. Just yep. seeing seeing the, the players come through it was really cool. Uh, so the guy th- the guy sitting in the middle. Um, throwing I think in the we ball. got the same guy. I'm looking forward um, to seeing if we got the same guy. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I went Tom Dunn. Yes, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, and I was trying not to go super English on this, and there it's fairly English on this one. Um, but, you know, it's not that English. He had a great, he had a great season for Bath, number one. Mm-hmm. He did. You know, he, you know, Bath got to the, got to the semifinal. Um, that was kind of some place that they, be, that they felt they belonged, and he was definitely a big part of it. And then, you know, man's worked his ass off for quite a long time, finally gets mm-hmm. his first England cap and just, you got to put your Did heart the tears out there on the for phone, him. The, yeah. The, holding up the, the cap and the, mm-hmm. and the uh, metal and all that for his family. Like, yeah. 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 Tom Dunn. Had, this is, this is the summer of Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was all you buddy. So um, well yeah, that was a huge, uh, that was a huge one. And really he was the only hooker that stood out to me in my brain um mm-hmm. for, for this me year. too so good good on good on tommy um looking forward to see what else bat does this year um tight head um i have will stewart <laughs> that's not a bad one at all yeah i you know again another guy kind of uh, yep. yeah he is a tight head all right so i have three i have two tight heads two both <laughs> go okay. play go play loose head <laughs> yeah he can do it oh man I, I see that's how much i was struggling on this one i was like that sounds yeah. right right okay whatever fuck it i'm just going with it <laughs> um but yeah will stewart just you know another one that just came out of nowhere real mm-hmm. and just has done himself yeah, he was so like much. a part-time player where, where was he i mean he was a bit um, part player for a little while yeah and has and been then, and then gets to bath and suddenly just erupts yeah he was on wasps right yeah i believe so shit could you imagine if they still had him? <laughs> mm. yeah that was that was but yeah uh, um that was a, that was a good one for him and you know obviously it turned out to be a good move because you know bath scrum is one yeah. that is not to be fucked with anymore no um and they've certainly showed helped it. shore that one up definitely so tighthead mcgee stewart well stewart, stewart. <laughs> um God, he's got to fix that hairdo though. <laughs> and he yes. has, and he got to, you know, he propelled himself to England. That was the other thing, like, you know, right. That was that's no that's no small feat. Yeah, I, I tried to have a uh, international involvement for most of mine, mm-hmm. most of them. One of them. Oh, there's, there's a little bit here. The there. reason that there's a yeah. 
Um, There's a little bit here and there. <laughs> um, I did too, though. So, um, number so four. The number four, and, you know, my locks aren't necessarily well-equipped to be fours and fives. Oh, I, say, cho- I, I chose a four out of five. Uh, the guy who um, normally plays four and normally plays five. Um, but the man, the myth, and a man that's going to go down as an absolute legend, the most test-capped test player mm. of all time, AWJ, Alan Wynn-Jones. You know, a year. Say say what you will about his play currently, and maybe it's not next level, but just to get there mm-hmm. and just to you know at least give himself a chance every time to to get a cap. And you know he's not on that team necessarily, but he's impactful he so well. too. It's you not know. just that he's like so. You look at a guy like Joe Launchbury who who could play a whole match, and if you're watching it as a spectator, you're like, I didn't fucking see him at all. <laughs> but you know, you but he kicks ass. He he does a lot of stuff, just stuff that's not visible. He's not the carrier. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who's hitting the ruck that just needed to be won. Yep. Um, Alan Wynn Jones is the guy who's doing that, but he's also carrying and 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 stealing lineouts. And yeah, and doing, that's the thing. Like lineouts all around the park. You talk about guys that are lineout specialists. Like he mm-hmm. is definitely one of them. And you know, when when he's on his game, Wells lineout it cannot be stopped. Yeah, you know, and you're going to lose a lot of lineouts against him too. Right. So uh, yeah, Alan Wynn Jones, you know, hitting that mark this year had to be him for me. Right. So that's a good one. Um, my my number four uh, was on the other side of the the planet, uh, Patrick Tuipalatu. That's a good one. Who just um, really came into his own this year? Not that mm-hmm. he hasn't been before, but now he, he came a lot of from, from potential to uh, no, he's a star. He's now officially he oh, does yeah. it. It's it's one of those like yeah, he does it a little bit. We need to see more now. It's no Tuipalatu. No, nope, he's you're, quite good. <laughs> <you're> there, <laughs> we <laughs> know he's it, good now. If it wasn't for the fact that there were like three. You know, first off, two locks in front of him who have played, who have won, uh, world player, player of the year. Of the year. Um, like what? The and sh- then, like, how, uh, you can't call that fair in that right. case. Like, you have to give him a break. And then there's a Barrett in 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 the mix too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tui Palatu is has become a, a rotational starter for for that for the the Kiwis. Mm-hmm. So um, that that says a lot. So good yeah. for him. Yeah, and um, actually, Tui Palatu is my five. Okay. Um, I, I I had to put the man in there. The Blues did very well this year. Yep. And he was a big was a part reason. of the way they started. Yeah. Um, even even before the shutdown, and mm-hmm. we had to go we had to go away from uh, regular Super Rugby. Like, and then obviously just to get himself in that black jersey more often than not. Like, you know, he was on the plane to Japan, but wasn't really a part of that team in mm-hmm. so many ways in in australia and you know the two games they played in new zealand he he had a role and mm-hmm. um you know that's no small feat to, you know as you mentioned this there's, there's a lot of bodies that play second yeah. row in new zealand that most people would kill for so right. um for him to make himself a part of that group and to put himself in that black shirt more often than not this year um mm-hmm. and obviously be a a big a big part of what the blues did this year uh, obviously he was their captain but just you know you can do so much more even if you're a captain and mm-hmm. uh, he certainly did so uh, yeah i gave two people to the five jersey for me my number five is johnny hill and i think that needs absolutely yes. no backing up <laughs> nope it doesn't and i was debating i was like fuck how do i keep him out of this I, yeah. uh, so, i managed to keep him out of it somehow i'm gonna move along to to my number six then uh, um and in, in this way uh, I, I had to cheat because there, i don't think benny six has had a great year 
Um, I know mm -hmm. I have some of my some favorites of mine, um, but a lot of them got hurt and, and were inconsistent otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, so my number six is someone who started the year as a number six on the international scene and then made a whole shitload of, of plays at eight later mm -hmm. um, before getting unfortunately hurt. But uh, so my number six for the year is Jake Pelledry. Oh, yes. Italy's player of the year, as they've announced. Mm -hmm. um, and well yeah, earned on his part. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that guy is a monster. My goodness. Uh, they, like, they, they Italy need to bubble wrap him every talking time. Talking about guys coming into their own. He came in like, I mean, he's been doing that intermittently. Mm -hmm. And and we've been, you know, if you've listened to the pod from the beginning, those of you who've recently downloaded all of our episodes, <laughs> you'll have heard us talking about Pelledri uh, years ago as a... Uh, uh, um, there's a player over at, uh, Scott, at uh, Gloucester Gloucester who, who yeah. should be getting more time um, one of those guys like Don Armand and, and Matt Kvesic, um players right. around the around the prem who who should be who pr perform all they do is perform mm -hmm. uh, Pelletri got his chance to do it both for club and for and country and has shown really well mm -hmm. um, so yeah he yep. he needed to be on on, on a list somewhere so Absolutely. he's on my list here yep well my number six is a youngster, he's on the other side of the planet. Um, really, really just came out, almost came out of nowhere, but in Super Rugby AU was a blessing to this guy in oh, so many ways. Last year plays for Aotearoa. Nope. Um, oh. <laughs> he, 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 played, um, he played eight a lot, but okay. um, got slotted into six a few times. My, my number six is Harry Wilson from... Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I, yeah, if I'd realized he played six... He did play. He did slot into six, and I just wanted a back row that was was dynamite anyway. <laughs> do, do you mind if I say some things about about this young man? Yeah, <laughs> go um, for it. The, his first match of the year. So we we talked about that that Agus Bell incident. Mm -hmm. um, same week, same match. Um, yeah, he he comes in um, and gets right in Michael Hooper's face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he did not back down. <laughs> and, and Harry Wilson says. You're gonna do you see this inside this awesome scrum cap? Get used to this because th you're gonna see this for the next uh, 80 minutes. Yeah, he was because um, it was, was the first minute. Dudes. It was right off the, the kickoff. He got in Hooper's face about it. Um, yeah. And didn't he? Didn't he light Bodie up? Yeah, I was pretty sure he was. That was that him that lit Bowden up? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, that was these guys. Yeah, he was not. He was fearless. He was absolutely fearless. And he really announced his, his presence age. with authority and yes, maintained that. So yeah, Harry Wilson's an excellent pick. Yeah, he's I a, love that. Yeah, he's a he's a he's going to be a unit for years to come. Yeah. <laughs> Look out! Speaking of, of years to come, mm -hmm. that that's where I get to my number seven. This will be interesting. We might have the same person. We might have two different ones. Either one, it's probably not bad. Because I'm adding some French flair to this shit. Oh, oh yes, this is another one. This is a position that was fucking so hard to pick. It was so uh, hard to pick. So my, my seven of the year is Charles Olivon, Olivon. captain yes, of I was, France. Fuck, I, had, I had that in my head too. I was like, how the fuck do I sort this out? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't. <laughs> I and, couldn't. and again, no no explanation needed. Dude is a hoose. He's a hoose. And, he, and, you know, for all intents and purposes, France should have won Six Nations, but they yep. bottled that match up in Scotland. But other than that, they, they French it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they super French it. But that's how it goes. But Olivon yeah. is, is the right guy to carry them forward, too. Uh -huh. uh, this is a young, this is a fairly young team. He's not super old, but he's also very experienced. He plays for mm -hmm. a tough club in Toulon. Like he's their captain as well. So, yeah. You know, and he plays with guys like Parise over there, too. Right. So, not, it could be worse. Right. Um, my seven is. Um, 
is another youngster and I'm, I'm so happy this guy he had a nasty injury that kind of looked to just have derailed his whole career let alone international career and he is the fetcher jack willis Mm. <laughs> that's fair he, that you know and it was a debate between olive on him and earl and i was like fuck how do mm. i pick one of these guys for the year but you know jack willis has obviously come on huge um yeah. for was and a big reason they got into the final was he <laughs> and his brother um, <laughs> but you know so it, it, it was really hard to not pick him and he gets um, in an England shirt and start and just keeps scoring. Start, start scoring there too. So, <laughs> oh, this is what I do. Did no you not problem, know? guys. Like, yeah, more tur- yeah. like he had more turnovers than uh, most clubs did. Like, wow. just the the guy's amazing. So, um, years to come, he's going to be awesome. So, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Who's your eight? Yeah, I bet it's the same guy as mine. Sam Simmons. Sam Simmons, European Player <laughs> of the Year. Yeah, the the Eddie's curse. You know, he as as very little as he's played for England, he could be still on the plane to South Africa this summer. He should be. I I, I how do you, how do you keep does. him off of that? I don't know. Like, yeah, he he's one of the only forwards that ever ends up near the top top of the score charts, along with right. Earl. Like right. the two guys together, like pretty much could combine to outscore most teams in terms of tries yeah so yeah he's a brick shit house too so (laughs) that helps and yeah probably about a good quarter of the reason that exeter got the double this year oh yes oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i I realize joe simmons is their captain and leader and all that but let Mm. me tell you that that attack goes through sam simmons like just when when they need front football guess who they give it to right when when joe needs a uh someone to run a line who's who's he call on he calls on his brother yeah and because they have that little you know telepathy that goes between brothers and we've seen it with like macko and billy and they just know they're going to be there so yeah kind of helps you know so that's a big one Who's your nine? The, <laughs> this is where my French flair comes in. Yes. It's Mr. Antoine Dupont. As is my own. How could you not? How could you not? It has, has to Dupont. be the best nine in the world right now. Yeah, has to right be. There, I don't think there's any question about that. You see him and you're, you hold your breath when he, if he doesn't immediately pass off the base of the rock or the base of the scrum, you hold your breath because mm-hmm. you know something special could happen. And he he I, doesn't see, disappoint most times. I, I don't hold my breath. I just start pre-giggling. I'm like, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, you don't know what's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Neither oh, does he, man. but it's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's he's just so exciting to watch. And, yeah. you know, he's he's part of that group that came through of those U20s. And, mm-hmm. yeah, just yep. uh, it's really hard to say say otherwise. So, Antoine Dupont is my scrum half for, for the year for sure. So, uh 10 i had trouble with 10 10 had until, a few until i realized so so really i was looking around the 10s mm-hmm. um and as you know we don't limit ourselves to 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 just one gender here um mm, okay. we are we are very open about how we we choose our, our our teams we are um my 10 is possibly the best 10 in the world um as i but the only, and the only reason that that uh, this ten is not playing in the prem and for well for for Eddie Jones is that she's playing for uh, the the women's national team no. uh, or I'd rather she she used to um, mm-hmm. she has retired yeah she hung him up and um, it's time to to celebrate Kate, the career of Katie Daly McLean yeah uh, she's, my, she's my ten of the year yeah totally worth the ten jersey here 
absolutely worth mm. the money for sure. Uh, just a magician with the ball, uh, whether she's passing or kicking. Uh, the, the, you know, Emily Scarrett's a hell of a player, don't get me wrong, and, and, mm. and deservedly gets the credit that she gets. Uh, but a lot of that is is through the the talents of Katie Daly McLean to get her the ball, mm-hmm. um, among other people. The, right. Excellent distributor, getting getting people the ball so that they can make plays um, is that's that's what she does every time she she absolutely puts on the jersey, puts on the boots. So um, deserves yeah, deserves respect to here. her for sure. Yeah, yeah. Great, she had great. the best the best best year of a ten that I. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and I went. <laughs> I went and I went for a guy, and he really it's for one match that I picked him. Yeah, it was the match that he scored every fucking point <laughs> of his own teams. Yep, to beat the All Blacks, and that wasn't just kicks. He did score a beautiful try. It wasn't just a shitty try. It was a beautiful try on top of that. Uh, my ten is Nick Sanchez. That's and that's a fair. <laughs> uh, the, like, there's reason that I mean, Matera is not my six because for obvious reasons, but. Um, yeah. And and he, you know, and Sanchez was in my 10 because I wanted a, a year, not just a moment. Right. Um, although Daily McLean that, was that the most moment right there, just but kind yeah, of that, bottled, though right. was like uh so I was like and he backed right. it up too. I mean he yeah. he's had good. Oh, he good kept matches. he kept scoring too, so it wasn't a new thing for him either. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I had I, I mean the, of all the tens, I know there's a lot I could have picked that had probably better years. But that moment right there for him and his country yep. and to propel his country over the line, you know, I think there were only, what, three or six points that weren't scored by Nick Sanchez in that, in that Tri-Nations championship yeah. this year. Like something. Give, give, the, man, give the man a prize <laughs> for sure. Um, so do we go to the, the centers or do we go 11 to 15? Well, let's go 11 to 15. As is tradition. My 11 – um, Caleb Clark. Bingo! Like, I was thinking. I, I thought about this for five seconds until Caleb Clark's name popped into my head. And I said, "Well, I'm done thinking." That's <laughs> Caleb Clark. That. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talk about guys that have just propelled themselves onto their national team and, and made an impact. I mean, look at the match at Eden Park that that Caleb Clark played in. Mm-hmm. That one match right there, his home crowd is, you know, on his home patch, and the ovation that guy got because he just stood out in that. Mm-hmm. And the dude, he's gonna be a nightmare for years to come. Right. Good luck. There's there's <laughs> fans that will cheer for players because they find them entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not gonna see that in New Zealand. You don't. It's not just because you're you're fun to watch. You you it, it doesn't work that way. It's you have to have performed, like and done your job as a rugby player, which means you know tackling and and mm-hmm. and, ki- and kicking and receiving all all, all the yeah, things you do um kevin clark yeah definitely deserved that that ovation because mm-hmm. he he does all the ticks all the boxes does all the things um certainly was not a uh uh you know trying to pump up a guy it was no dude it was it was, mm-hmm. it was an appreciation for his efforts Absolutely. yeah no he was a he was a big he was a big boy and he's a he's a dude that's gonna be wearing that black jersey for a little while so I'm interested. I, I really want to see how we do at twelve because twelve I struggled with until I came to one. Well, so. you know, I I had one. I had one, and then I crossed it off because I decided, you know what this this is about more than what's on the field for this for this one. For okay. Me. Um. She usually plays thirteen. Wow. And okay. She is. She's the captain of her club. 
she's doing amazing things off the pitch. And that is the thing that's got me naming her to this team right now. Fair enough. Um, my 12 is Rachel Burford. Yes. And she has done some really cool stuff with um, this thing called the the girls rugby club. Mm-hmm. And it, she is, there's something, you know, I, I do what I do as for a living and it brings me great joy to see um, those that are, that are women um, identify as women um, find confidence and, and strength in training and, and lifting some heavy shit. Mm-hmm. And she is doing a lot of the same things by empowering young girls to want to play rugby. Right. And, you know, it, it's not, and, and, you know, she, and she does very well for Quinn's. Don't get me wrong. This is not just about this. <laughs> She's very good. Um, Quinn's fly high, right? Are flying high right now because, mm-hmm. and she is a big part of it. So don't, don't even dismiss that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't don't even dismiss that. But because right. she's doing so much more besides the, the stuff game between yeah. the lines, uh, and to, I, to help I, the I, athletes, I, I couldn't yeah. ignore her. I couldn't ignore her. Nope. I was like, all right, Rachel Burford, you get to be in the centers. You are you usually play thirteen. We're pushing you into twelve. Deal with it. <laughs> Fair enough. I I, I prove. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, my twelve is someone who similarly has has an uh, effect that where the, the sum is greater than the, the, his parts. I don't know how that, how, you know what I'm saying? He's, yep. he, he contributes more than uh, you, you'd think to look at him. Um, this guy uh, wasn't the reason um, that his team went from middling to uh, making uh, a final in their own league. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a huge reason why it happened both from his boot and from his calming influence on the player playing inside of him mm-hmm. um, and really guiding a young, a very young, but incredibly talented team mm-hmm. um, to heights greater than they're ready for. Yeah, um, yeah, and, that's and, true. and it had a lot to do with him and him alone in, in a lot of ways because um, they're, they're, they're losing leadership in other places, but, but he's providing that right. rock. Uh, so Jared knows who I'm talking about. It's Jimmy Gopper. Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, just Jimmy G, I like <laughs> help help yeah get get got his help get his team to the prem final where mm-hmm. they they uh, you know they had no right to be uh, and it's not no disrespect <laughs> to them um, they, they just they played above their heads um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and and played with with uh, maturity that they don't they they don't deserve to have at such a young age but that's all Jimmy to me I'm uh, that seems like it's Jimmy Gopperth's influence right there yeah yep nope. especially calm. among the backs calm, calm head amongst the amongst the crazy mm-hmm. crazy little kids out there that's for sure obviously there's a few other older heads that were out there as well but he was definitely mm-hmm. the one uh, steering the ship with Jacob Mumaga in, inside him there and uh, yeah. showing him how how it's done right. Even without a consistent 13 outside of him to help. I know. It was just like Fekitoa, LeBourgeois, uh, De Jong. Like, keep, okay. Keep going yeah, through. The, keep going through. Uh, yeah. Wheel of meh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and yet he, he kept the wings in play. Like a mm. lot of times that kills, you know, that used to be you know, Worcester not getting the ball out wide because their mm. centers were shit. Now their centers are better. And suddenly their they're back three is really good. As far as mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's little things like that. You need right. a you need a distributor at center, and and Gopreth is that certainly. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> do we have we the same thirteen? Might, we might have the same thirteen. Um, kick the winner for England in uh, in a big match. We and, don't have the same thirteen. <laughs> and uh, she's um, she's she's all class. Yeah, Emily Scarrett. Yep. Could all yes, no question about it. <laughs> all class. There's never. 
I don't think you ever need to justify putting Emily Scarrett into a 15. No, do no, you? no. You never do. do. You? <laughs> never I'm do. pretty sure you don't. <laughs> She's um, quite good. Yeah. And, and similar to that. On, on that. Yeah, similar to that on the other, on my end, it's, it's Semi Rodradra. Because mm. it's, it's a guy who you have to account for. I had wherever. to scratch my head. I was like, how do I pass on this? But I also couldn't pass on it. But yeah. I figured, I was like, I think one of us is going to cover this. So we'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'll get Semi for us. Um, he just... Uh, you miss him when he's not there. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, clear. It's and, clear. It's a different story when he's in there. Yeah, it it just changes a game. Him him being in a match, it's like, um, you know, the pickup games you had when you were a kid, and like maybe there was a kid who, who suddenly he showed up and he was you know everyone's age, but he was a lot taller and whatever. And you're like, oh, cool, that kid. He, let's let's have him <laughs> on our team. It's you know, like you, you kind of wait for kid. him to show up. Yeah, you kind of hope he shows up First in the park every day. <laughs> yeah, um, but that that's Rodradra. Mm-hmm. You know, you want it, you want to watch him on the field, and, and yes, every time it's it's box office. No kidding. Which flowing into my fourteen, since yeah. we're talking about every time it's box office, uh, to to as the mirror, kind of literally and figuratively to. Uh, to my 11 of Caleb Clark, uh, my 14 is Sevu Reese. Oh, there we go. Because fucking all he did was touch the ball and put it down on over the, over the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like every time he touched it for the Crusaders, especially like it was it was try time. Yeah, you know, he was right. it was really hard to it was really hard to say that <laughs> you were going to do anything other than watch him score. Right, you know, <laughs> he was just that good. Yep, and then like he, there were times you know you'd have fans. Well, back because over there there was fans. Like, mm. you know, cheering for him to get the ball. And it's like, give it to, mm, go give it to Reese. Like, he's yeah, getting it. He's like, yay, something's happening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, just the roar, the roar of anticipation that came up yeah. when he got it. Like, people oh, knew something goes. special might happen. So, right. yeah, talk about guys that'll just make you hold mm-hmm. your breath. Um, mine's another guy that's going to make you, make you hold your breath every time he touches the ball. And yeah. you just got to watch for that inside step. And that's Chenzel and Gobey. Yeah. Oh, man. How electric is this guy? Like, just continues to do it. The deepest Safa accent I've ever heard in my life, too. I was like, <laughs> I have not heard this guy caught clearly because right. this dude's got a super deep Safa accent. <laughs> I've not heard that. Uh, I've not heard an Afrikaans accent that deep for a while. Like, uh, he's definitely from the from the from deep in there. Um, but yeah, the dude is just absolutely electric every time he gets the ball, especially when he gets the ball with space. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, good luck good yeah. luck and you know you, you better pray that he doesn't find dupont because that's probably the other person he's looking yep. for <laughs> you know so it, it's just it, it's incredible um the guy is just amazing and i i'm we are we are so lucky to have so many talented guys and in, in mm-hmm. guys like this um that just make you just hold your breath every time they touch the ball it's right ridiculous. 15 so, 15 who's back who's making the last tackle back there well, I know who it is. Um, <laughs> had to get a Saracen on here somehow. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, bolted himself to the England team. Mm. Made a huge impact, clearly, uh, with his team from uh, on loan at Bristol. And the guy is just... If he stays at Bristol, I don't blame him, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's like he's got a spot there. He's welcome back with a black shirt when he's done. Right. But Max Malins has just been... Had himself a year. Just, just impactful just an incredible year and you know we saw it a little bit with the saracens before lockdown and then when he got to go when he went on loan to bristol and got healthy and got his chance he took it with both hands and grasped it and really you know it as as shite as england were in that last autumn nations game Mm -hmm. he was he was very good yeah he came on as a sub yeah so 
um, that tells you how good he's, his potential is as well. So, um, yeah, my 15 is, is the one and only Maxi Max Malins. So I'm staying with my outside back theme. Okay. Um, <laughs> as far as players who, when they get the ball, you, you have to just watch because you're like, oh, here it comes. It's There it is. And sometimes he already has the ball and is doing something awesome before you even recognize that he's done it. Um, so even, there's no, you don't even get the anticipation. You're like, holy shit, that just happened. Oh, oh, wait, wait, who's got the ball? Oh, it's Will Jordan running down the field, scoring a try. Yeah. I had him in my head and I'm like, oh man, this guy was fucking amazing too. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it to Max. Cause yeah. it, no, and, you know, they both, they both made a splash on the international team scene too. Do. So it's really hard to say otherwise for either. Oh no, it's it, yeah. It's, it's again, this is our 15. So I'm, right. I, I'm picking Will Jordan and you can pick whoever the fuck you want. I'm taking yeah, Will. That dude, that dude was was quite quite good quite quite good a fucking like, amazing so yeah, yeah I, I, you know he, he was in the he was in the right place at the right time so many fucking times that's not a mistake that's no work that's and that's knowing that's knowing the situation mm-hmm. you know? so uh you know you can say that's luck uh-uh. no that's that, that's beating that, somebody with their head that's what that yeah. means yeah, <laughs> you don't know you, you don't you're not guessing like you said you're mm-hmm. not guessing you're saying oh yeah you're gonna do this i'm gonna i know exactly what you're gonna do and i'm mm-hmm. gonna just take it to the hoose yeah um Who's coaching your your fifteen? My fifteen is going to be coached by real men cry on around here, and I <laughs> yes. love I love a man that can that can cry in pure joy and pure happiness. And he he coached his team quite well this year. Um, they lost one game in the Tri Nations. Myra um, Ledesma, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it you know, yeah, he didn't he didn't win them all, but he no, got but the fuck. win against the, the All Blacks, and he didn't you know. To go toe to toe with Australia the way in in the way some of the Australians were playing this year, mm-hmm. not Australia so beat the All Blacks too. So it's yeah. not like uh, you know, they're no they're no slouches. No, um, yeah, Ledesma just you know, for, and for mm-hmm. all the team went through as well. Like you got to consider that, right? Like, that team was probably one of the most ill prepared teams to ever play the All Blacks as their first match, yeah. and they weren't because they. He ended up smashing him. So, right. and Ledesma was a big part of that. So, huge um, part of that. Yeah. So, um, the coach, the coach for me uh, this year is Mario Ledesma. Excellent. I yeah. I I can't disagree with that. Um, I'll just have a different head coach for mine. Yeah, that's, that's all. Fine. I don't disagree. <laughs> um, mine is somebody who uh, was actually. I if you'll, this should be no surprise if you listen to the Thanksgiving episode a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, my the the coach of my team will be Pat Lamb um get oh these, yeah these people together uh who Good stuff um apparently if you don't play the style of rugby he likes which is kind of like a lot like the style of rugby i like uh, yeah. he yells at you in halftime and we'll, we'll get to that later so. <laughs> yeah that was that was, if you didn't hear that comment you'll talk about it in a little bit but yeah, yeah that was great um no he he, he will insist on playing open rugby mm-hmm. <laughs> whether you like it or not yep. um mm-hmm. and and uh that that's what that's what every team needs so Absolutely. um and and this group of fucking ballers will be coached by pat lamb and coached well yeah and then i think about it twice i don't doubt that for a second yeah um so yeah okay um top five moments of the year um want to go with number five there yeah i mean that it got it got to be a struggle later um in the five so like down at this this area Mm -hmm. Uh, but for me um it really wasn't hard because it's my moments of the year Mm -hmm. um was bristol winning the challenge cup Mm-hmm. Very um, good. And 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 JoJo scoring a try that 
Maybe the ref didn't allow, but fuck the ref. That was Joe really Joyce cool. Just the same. <laughs> <laughs> they stole it from him. Uh, um, poor Joe Joyce. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was really cool. That was really cool. And it was. And the, the celebration afterward, like just the, the, the meaning for the club. That's yeah. really what it's about, too. It's not Singing just the Black the, Crow song. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So for me, I'm going to go a little bit offshoot here. Um, mm -hmm. Number five was um, the, the so anybody that didn't see all the money in the world um, on Twitter out there, mm. guy that would pay all the money in the world or anyway, um, there was a, a gentleman that said he would pay all the money in the world to someone that would prove that they would pay for a ticket for a women's game. And the guy, the amount oh. of dudes that stepped forward, the yes. amount of male players that stepped forward and, and put the middle finger to this guy's face right. was just amazing. Right. You know, Aaron Smith was one of the big ones that stepped <laughs> like, forward. Dude, I got season tickets. To He's like, ah, where, like, so yeah. where are you sending me all my money? Like, right. go so the amount of the men that stepped forward, bravo mm -hmm. to all of you especially the rugby yeah the men rugby players the, the yeah, international like sean o'brien was one of them yeah as well. like yeah thank you so much that did that did more favors than you will ever know mm -hmm. and you yeah know, one need, one thing that's, to do that yeah and that's the one thing that like i don't think people certain people like that asshole don't understand is that like true rugby players love the game it doesn't matter mm -hmm. who's playing it right and and, and women's game and it's not you know it, it's it's a long time from the 90s when when people were making fun of you know women's basketball because it wasn't as good as men and this mm -hmm. and that and it's like well yeah they've been training for like five years really like <laughs> like there hasn't been development programs and this and that but there no. now there are for women's rugby players even mm -hmm. and it's like we can there's a lot of respect out there and i, I mean i tell our club you know the women that I've coached are are fitter than them and they're yeah. better prepared to play high level rugby <laughs> than they are all day. Um, <laughs> and so it's like you know they and there's a lot of respect there, so it's that's good. Yeah. And yeah, I, that, that's what we need more. We do need to drum out the people who don't have that respect because that's not no women's rugby players fucking kick Fair ass, shit, man. Yeah, I mean that the the loss. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the loss Saracens the other week. That went right down to the wire, and it was crazy. Mm -hmm. That was a match I wish I could have contributed right. some money to because that was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. <clears throat> so on uh, to number four. Four. Um, you you go first. Yeah, it's it's Exeter winning the double. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, it's um. <laughs> I mean, man, it's really hard to ignore. It. It, you can't ignore it. You can't right. ignore it. It's really hard to ignore it. Um. No, it's really hard to ignore it, and you know. Yeah, it's it's a it's the guy the guys that are on that the the guys that are on that squad that you just really feel for. You're just like, yeah, okay, mm -hmm. and you and you really like it. So, yeah, I like that's that's the players. I love the players. There's there's not really yeah. any player that I'm like on on Exeter, except for maybe Witten. Fuck that guy. He's just um, useless. It's not his fault. <laughs> Yeah, but fuck no, I don't. He's fine. Uh, I'm just trying to think of someone, um, but no, they're 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 all quality players. They're all quality athletes, um, and you just like, yeah, good for them. It's not their fault. Their organization is shit. Yeah, yeah, it's not their fault that the higher ups are are dicks. Um, number four, I'm wearing the kit. Free Jack's home, first win in MLR over our arch rivals, Rugby New York. Hooray! Yeah, that was uh, that was the the over, one that over was the post. That was for Fat Bastero. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, Fat yeah. Bastero, off the post. Man. You know, and Bodine Waka Waka just doing everything oh. possible, and obviously our our, our dude Ty and yeah, just 
you I can't know, wait to see them back on the. I can't yeah, wait to go to it. We are we are looking forward very much to that for sure. My hoodie and I are very much looking forward to it. Same. <laughs> My hoodie with the beer cozy. Beer coasters. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> I'm dying. Here we go. Trey. Uh, for number three. Um, and and uh, can we just have a a moment here to recognize that this is my number three moment of the year is Australia beating New Zealand, oh. and that's a number three. Hey, all right, yeah, yeah um, man. That, but Australia fronting up and and, and and especially the young folks that we've we've been talking yeah, about, and, the Wilsons you know, and the, Dave Rennie, obviously yeah. getting. You know, people want expect big things out of Dave Rennie, so for right. him to get that to notch that is huge, and to beat New Zealand, who is coming off a loss. Like, there's not rare. That, that's that's not a, yeah, yeah, it's a rarity that they win that they lose two in a row. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yikes! Um, yeah, that was an angry team too. Um, number three, <laughs> number three for me was the Tiki Tiki Tonga Saracens uh-huh. winning in Dublin. In, yeah. in the quarterfinal when nobody backed Mm-mm. them in that let's be real everybody was talking about how it was going to be probably leinster or rossing mm-hmm. and exeter in the final and saracens came in and just crashed Good. the party and alex <laughs> good at 10 alex right. good at ten. Right. you know he for somebody put weighted shoes down i swear to god yeah. <laughs> wear smaller shoes alex next time but just mm. yeah that team was you know R- wiggy was on his on on oh, his game fantastic. that day obviously right. the the big forwards that we that we needed to step up as a as a club step forward in that match guys like Mauro and billy um it was it was just amazing i was just so it was just so much fun to watch mm-hmm. that win obviously the next week wasn't as good but it was still kind of fun um but yeah just nobody was counting on us i was like that was fun mm-hmm. <laughs> can we do it again <laughs> not to me but just the same it was still right. it was still a really fun fun victory to celebrate so uh yeah saracens win in uh leinster uh in, in Dublin over Leinster for the quarterfinal was really awesome. All right, on to number two. Dose. You you want to go? Uh, I'm going to go with um, the England the the Red Roses um, comeback against France. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, just you know, <laughs> France. You know, France. Have, number one, they taunted France in the first match. Yeah, and for all the money, people were just like, "All right, England will walk over them." And France showed up. And France just gave like, everybody a huge surprise, a big yeah. old shit burger to eat on that Which one. It's not, it, yeah, it's not so much of a surprise. Well, I, I can't say I was surprised other than the fact that they had the lead late. Um, yeah. Because France being in the match didn't, it doesn't surprise me based on the players that they've had and, and the, no. the, the problems that they've had recently. And, and the, again, same thing with the men going to a, a more structured approach. Um, is really going to help with those those athletes that they have are fantastic, but you, if they're not all on the same page, no, the fuck good is it? Yeah, I mean, by so was that's playing good, was yeah. playing quite well, and and just yeah, but then the, the England women just came mm. storming back with as they do with Scaz nail on the final <clears throat> nail, putting the nail <clears throat> in the coffin, and that was a that was a big one for them, and and you know obviously that hats off to France for that one, but man to have ha, put in that type of shift and obviously they put in that huge line change where they're just like everybody off <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, but it's uh yeah it, it's um it speaks a lot about england's character and 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 what it what those girls have yeah uh, within themselves to say all right we're in a really shitty situation but we can dig ourselves out so let's do it so that was really cool Good for them. yeah definitely yeah my, my number two um 
really only takes three words, Pablo Matera face. <laughs> and I, and you know, the moment um, <laughs> I will eat this chicken. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> well, actually you don't, there's two moments that it could be. One was I could eat. Yes. Him ready to eat the, eat the haka. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> eat up. I'm, I'm thinking more of him holding the ball. Yeah. Right. Um, after, after the penalty, when having won against New Zealand. Yeah. Um, more, just, more or less sealing the game. Right. That, that, that's a guy who um, that whole game uh, he put in the shift. Um, and deserved the moment. Yeah, he he got a moment. All right, even to sure. you know telling the referee like play for my I country, play for my dude. country. <laughs> this is no, this is not respect. And oh man, that was he's amazing. got it right. Um, that was amazing. There anyway. Yep. Um, but my number one moment, um, still gives me goosebumps to when 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 I think about it. Um, which isn't often, uh, because it, it makes me mad. <laughs> where we are as a country mm. um but the 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 restart or the start of of super rugby aotearoa um and the speech that was given by the the, the minister of sport or whatever mm-hmm. his, his title was um and the reaction from the crowd mm-hmm. of of how, you know they're they're back they're fully open um free and clear and and, and able to resume life um and and the country overcoming to the point where they, they can have live sports again safely, yep. unlike certain other countries. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah struggling going on it, around there. That was that was a hell of a moment that that I think a lot of us needed <laughs> a little yeah, bit of hope. I mean, uh, yeah, listen, mine's the same thing. June thirteenth, twenty twenty, just you know, Forsyth Bar Arena down in mm-hmm. down in Dunedin, and just Super Rugby Aotearoa kicking off and having having a live sport to enjoy with fans mm-hmm. and you know just not and you know there's some weird guilt that that i have about watching certain sports right now <laughs> and it's not and it's not just um the padded sissy mittens um it's <laughs> even even watching a little bit of the premier league and the premiership and in, in europe mm-hmm. um, knowing what i know it just it's not being handled well <laughs> yeah it's it's a little bit of a guilty thing so watching this competition uh-huh. and just knowing that i'm watching something that that belongs there and that you know they've earned the right to be there and they've done everything right and for them to get to celebrate that mm-hmm. in the only way that kiwis know how by playing fucking rugby <laughs> you know right it's just That's what we do we got yeah. hey and it we was, it. let's go play some rugby it was and, and it was a fantastic match on top of that so mm-hmm. you know it was um it was absolutely amazing so i yeah i you could it was really hard to pick up not pick out that so um yeah super rugby Agreed. picking up the rugby spirits of the world and uh on june 13th uh and that weekend the whole weekend as well so um yeah thank you kiwis we love you <laughs> yeah very much Wow, what a year. Yeah, it is. Uh, What are we looking forward to in 2021? There's a couple things we could look forward to. Lions. Same. (laughs) Same. Uh, Cannot wait. Cannot wait. I know this talk of it being off. It's not going to get canceled. I can almost promise you that. Yeah, no, they'll they'll start looking out. Happy New Year all and happy Festivus. (laughs) 